afternoon. So just finished a one-to-one, -one. Um, actually a one-to-two actually it was. We had two ladies just starting the programme and always actually good to do it together because you've got that added accountability and it was quite powerful doing it in group because you see kind of people say things and the other is like, oh, I'm going to keep you accountable to that. And, and any obstacles that come up with like time and stuff like that, you know, they, they come up with ideas for each other, which is really good. But anyway, I wanted to go over a question about the keto diet. This has come up quite a lot recently. Um, should you try the keto diet? You might have seen a lot of celebs do it. As you see, celebs lead quite a lot of things, um, large following, etc. So what is the keto diet? Keto diet, the definition is actually that a 75% fat, 20% protein, 5% carbs. And what that basically means, to put in perspective, is a very high fat diet. I know that sounds really like, wow, like really isn't that bad. Um, the idea is that your body runs off ketones instead of glucose, sugar, um, and that it uses more fat as energy. Now, what I want to kind of go through this is it, what is the research say on it? So we know that it's actually beneficial for people with epilepsy, so it seems to help um, control symptoms, um, epileptic fits, um, and also certain cancers um, seems to be some research in that. I'm not an expert in that, so I'm not going to go into too much detail in that. What I'm going to touch on it for is for the average Joe trying to kickstart their diet or lose some weight, really. So in terms of fat loss, the main benefit from a ketogenic diet is people find it easier to create a calorie deficit. So what I mean by that is they find it easier to control their food intake. Um, this is partly because generally... Um, your food choices are restricted, so you have you have less choice. You know, if I take away all your carbs from your diet, you are less likely to pick sugary, carby foods, right? Also, we know there seems to be satiety or hunger suppressing effects of foods that are higher in protein, higher in fats compared to carbs. So generally, people stick to more you know, leaner cuts and meat or you know it can be fatty cuts of meat but meats eggs um, green vegetables people tend to find it easier to create a calorie deficit so there are some benefits in that if you struggle to with hunger however we don't really know how long these benefits last for so for example you know people might say yeah i'm, I'm quite full up on the keto diet yeah it's helping me but when if you were in any room um of people and you shouted out, okay, put your hand up if you've tried the keto diet. You might see quite a few people put their hand up. So if you're in the shop, put your hand up if you tried the keto diet. And then if you said, keep your hand up if you're still on the keto diet, I can guarantee you that eight out of 10 would have put their hands down because they wouldn't have been able to keep it up and sustainably do it. Now, this doesn't mean that it's pointless to do. And I always say like, you know, try it, see what works for you. because. The reason I'm bringing this up is because I, I've done it before and I found it very hard to stick to. Like, to the extent where to hit that amount of fat, you literally have to put fat on fat. Like, it's just pretty crazy. So even a, even a high, what you think is a high fat meal probably isn't enough. But what you learn from it is, you know, that eating a certain way might actually make you feel better. For example, IBS, bloating, a higher protein, diet 
probably improve your symptoms of IBS. So like generally you'll lower the fermentation of foods that you eat and it will probably reduce your symptoms. So if I'm eating more green vegetables as opposed to like lots of starchy ones, I'm eating more protein, less fermentable foods, less beans, less pulses, stuff like that, and I've got IBS, that, that can be quite a big win for a lot of people. And that can improve their absorption of nutrients, energy, etc. So there's many reasons to try it, many reasons not to try it. Um, like I said, if you want to try it, I would try it, look, see what worked, and, and almost then use it to create your own. Because I know, for me, that it wasn't sustainable for me. But what I did learn from it is that I know it controls my hunger. It's, it definitely helps with hunger. Um, it helps IBS symptoms, bloating. Um, it, it's a way that you can control your calories without having to count them. Um, is it perfect? No. Like I said, it's not really sustainable. But you can take elements from it to help you create your own diet that fits your lifestyle. So I hope that helps. And any questions on that, just let me know. Speak soon.